always wanted to start a podcast, but just didn't know how to do it. Well, guess what? Anchor is the place for you. Anchor not only lets you download your podcast to their platform, but they even do it better. They take your podcast and they send it to multiple streams of other podcast places. Yes, I know because I've been using Anchor for over two years now. Anchor is the one-stop shop for everyone that has a podcast or if you're thinking about having a podcast. So listen, do not delay. If you want to join Anchor, you can do that now. And guess how much it costs? Zero. Nada. It's free. Just go to anchor.fm.com. Load your podcast, tell them that professional Sutton sent you, and I promise you'll be great, and I will love it. Welcome to episode 14 of Sutton Like That. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. On this episode, I will be having my brother Lamont, one of my mentors up here, as we talk about some of the things that transpire in the black community one of those things mental health also commitment it's gonna be a good podcast so keep it where you got it episode 14 something like that welcome to episode 14 of something like that this your boy professional something and I got a special, special guest. I got my brother here, man. I got my brother here. So for him, man, I got to introduce him this way, man. Let me see. Let me make sure we good here, man. Let me make sure we good. I got to cue the music. Got to make sure that the music is playing. There we go. There we go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Because he a big Nas fan, so I got to make sure that the Nas is playing. This the instrumental, though. So I ain't trying to get sued. Nazi with Sony at the time? Who was Nazi with at the time? Uh, definitely with Columbia. Okay, okay. Columbia, yeah. Yeah, I, sh- Columbia. yeah, yeah I was sure wrong, so. Hey, hey. What's up, man? My Good, boy. man. Good. Lamont in the building, man. Yeah, glad to be here. Listen, man, I'm happy to have you here, man. So, if y'all don't know, man, like I said, this is my brother. You know, we met some odd years ago, but since that time, I consider him a mentor. I consider him a brother, a friend, confidant, everything, man, because the dude is so positive, man. He's been one of the guiding lights in my life, you know what I mean? So not just on a podcast, but also on a personal tip, and I think that we all need that. So when people ask me, what is this show about? I don't know, just to have my brother on here. I think I might tie that. I I think that, that, that that might be the title, to have my brother on here, so people could think about that, but... Man, what's going on, man? Life is good, man. That's Life is up, good. Um, you know, everything that you just stated, I feel, and I definitely feel that our relationship is uh, reciprocal mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. the end of the day. I definitely look at you as a brother, mentor. Appreciate you know, that. Um, in our personal lives, you know, sometimes we have to call each other. Yes, sir. Break down to one another. Yes, sir. Other days we call each other smiling with joy. <laughs> Some days we have a, a, a joke. Yes, we do. All <laughs> the know? days, every day. <laughs> I know? think we have a joke. You know, so we're definitely well-rounded men. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't allow others of such within our circle. True. So we know that, and it just feels good just to be us. And, you know, you really don't need a direction for this show, because right. you know we are the direction. Yes, the we end are. Of the day. We are, and 
I think for me, I want people to understand how important it is to have that support, you know, mm-hmm. because I think in the black community, we don't see support as a good thing. We see support as, you, you know, you needy, you weak. Nah, hell no. We all need somebody. And mm-hmm. so when I need somebody, you know, I call him. You know what I mean? If I need somebody to check me, I call Lamont because I know he's going to be authentic. I know he's going to be real and I know he's going to be honest and he's going to be coming from a place of respect and love. Because some people you call, let's be real, they like, yeah, I don't know. If that was me getting that call, I don't know. Because they want it. You know what I mean? So they like, yeah, I mean, if you want to get it, I mean, that's on you, but that's just not for me, though. It's like, I didn't ask you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't ask you I I asked you, should I put money up for next week? And you talking about a goddamn car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But having that support from a brother, man, I think is so important. Now, you know, we're going to just dive right in, man, because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people don't understand how important mental health is, man. And I waited to have you on the show because, like I said, we talk about mental health. We talk about sexuality. We talk about uh, um, self-care. We talk about everything. And on the show, you're gonna, we're going to talk about every single thing. How important and why important? Why is mental health important? First and foremost, mental health is super important. It's essential mm-hmm. um, to who you are. You do have your gut that is very important. That's your core. That's your emotions, your feelings, and things of that nature. And sitting at the top of you is your brain, your cognition, you know, your thinking, and your thought process, and your planning. And things of that nature. So I think delving into what affects that process of planning, um, the process of thought within our lives is very important. And a lot of us have a lot of past traumas Mm -hmm. that we don't deal with that go unchecked. And if they do go checked, they're masked over with materialism. Right, right, right. right. Um, You know, we'll get into the whole social media thing, you know. You know, I break down the psychology <laughs> of Maslow's hierarchy of needs yeah, and how yeah. how your esteem is being met and built up falsely. Right, right. Um, and things of that nature, because if it does, if, if it is checked nowadays, a lot of times it's a false sense of 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 the work that we need to do mm-hmm. as people. Right, um, right, right. So um, mental health is, is 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 super important. I like to tell people to go into the further. You know what I mean? Um, if you are familiar, or if anybody out there is familiar with the movie, um, it just slipped my mind, um, Insidious. Mm. And in Insidious, uh, I guess the kid in there was able to go to sleep, close his eyes, but still see what was going on around the room, which mm-hmm. some people, I know from back in the day, my grandmother used to say that was riding the witch's tail. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Riding the witch's I, mean, tail, I used to get right? that, man. Yeah, I used to get that when I was younger. I don't know what happened, but thank God. Anyway, right. So in the movie, the kid was able to he he had did it done it so much he was able to get up and walk around in the room, Mm -hmm. and he started to meet demons who wanted a piece of him because he still had life. You know, demons Mm. that people had passed away and died. So then he went into kind of like a coma state, and his father, who the same thing used to happen to him as a child, had to go into the further they called it to help save his son so he had to go into this sleep state and in that he had to let go of his fear of going back to that place that Mm. childhood place that was very traumatic for him it hadn't happened to him in years but in order to save his son 
he had to go back there. So in all of us adult men, adult women, there are sons and daughters. There mm-hmm. are children that we need to save. Some people are 35, 40, 45, 50, 55 years old, but emotionally they're 15 mm-hmm. because something traumatic happened within their life. You right, know what I mean? Right. So when it comes to uh, dealing with certain things, relationships and things of that nature, they don't. They just don't know how. Mm-hmm. Um, keep faltering, failing, blaming others, things of that nature. And you really need to go back, like check yourself, not only check your mental health, but check your emotions and see where you're at. And do not be afraid to go into the further. Right. Now, I'm going to be taking notes because I want people to understand what we're talking about. And I want to understand myself because when we're on the phone and we're joking, we're having fun, it's like, yo, we just, we just, we just go. But I want our listeners to be like, damn, y'all appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Now, you did make a point about materialism, and mm-hmm. that's what people use to hide that mental health. Mm-hmm. And also, in, in, you know, I'm talking from, you know, the hood, inner city standpoint, people use substances. Mm-hmm. You know, they use, you know, drinking and smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, what people say, damn, he lit, yo. Mm-hmm. Yo, he get tore up. Dag, yo. So you look at it like, yo, he can go. You're like, all right, cool. And then, or you look at somebody that smoked, you're like, yo, yo, he just, yo, he can smoke a pound and just go. And then you watch it from our standpoint, now that we're in the field, mm-hmm. you know, now that we're older, now that we got intellect and insight, mm-hmm. and we're like, damn, something's up with brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even for me, for my little brother, yo, you know, for my younger brother, watching him smoke, I'm like, yo, what's up? What's going on? People are like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. When people usually say that I'm good, I got this, they're usually not good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's a sign of I don't know how to come to you. I don't know how to ask for help. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But this show, I want people to understand, like, there is a way and there are signs. And smoking and drinking until you pass out, mm-hmm. that is a definitely telltale sign. What you feel about that, man? Well, first off, I'm a quote Christ. Okay. Who, you know, one of my favorite quotes is he said, my people will perish from a lack of knowledge. Uh-huh. And when you don't have proper knowledge and proper understanding of things, you start to make your own assumptions yes, you do. about things. Yes, you do. And a lot of those assumptions, a lot of times, are primitive. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see fire, cavemen went, ooh, ooh, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, don't, we, don't, <laughs> we don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. We now know what it's about. We've been around fire long enough to be able to use it to right. our benefit. We understand it. So we have to understand people. Yeah. Always ask that question of why. Right. Well, why mm-hmm. is that person smoking so much? See, but again, I think that because our profession, mm-hmm. we learn to ask why. Because mm-hmm. growing up, it's like, yo, I got my, my damn business, mm-hmm. yo. Uh, don't mean to cut you off. Now, go ahead. But I have to say, it's not because of our profession. And for those of you who don't know, Marquette and I, both well, I'm a mental health counselor right now, and Marquette. He's a clinician, man. Come on. Man. Well, listen, I'm 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 gonna get into that, <laughs> and then if you want to tell them what you you know what you're doing now, clinician. Okay. Yeah, little bit. <laughs> okay. Close up. So we do have experience within the field, but it is our gift that made room for the field. You're right. You're right. True. So true, true. you know we had this. I I always ask the question of why. Ever since I was a child and explored. <laughs> Yo, you know what? You're so right because my cousin, she used to call me the question man. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? 
And I think that part of me, I was just inquisitive, but also I think that that's what, like you said, that's that's what helped us survive. Right. Because a lot of our friends, they weren't so lucky. Right. You know, just like, and and a lot of people because they were afraid to ask why. Right. You know what I mean? But nah, but that is a good point though. Like right. you know, we were we were brought here, and you know, we will talk about you know supreme beings and mm-hmm. being of God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, down the road in the podcast, you know, we gonna we gonna we gonna talk about that. But mm-hmm. mental health, man. Um. You know, it's a lot of people. I know Charlemagne; he's bringing it out to the forefront now, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people are bringing it to the forefront. But I think that people still underestimate mental health, the health part. Mm. People don't realize that with mental health is health because if you aren't mentally healthy, mm. your body breaks down, and you are not healthy. Mm. And people don't understand that part and we talk about that all the time like i know for you you know self-care is big mm-hmm. you know i learned about self-care when i went to grad school because i just call it all right you're just working mm-hmm. but then i'm like damn i'm being a fool by working and not taking care of myself mm-hmm. and i was in a situation as you know where i you know where i became diabetic mm-hmm. um but just really taking care of yourself and your body needs that man absolutely your body needs that so for you man i mean i know what you do but I want you to tell the listeners because I think that we got a lot of men who can benefit from what you do and how we do it and like how frequent it is to have self-care days, man. Yeah. I think um self-care is definitely a daily thing for me. Mm-hmm. Self-care has saved my life because there was a point in time where I didn't think about self-care. True. I just thought about living for the moment. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that I was running myself probably into a grave. I was uh, very overweight, mm-hmm. uh, very promiscuous, mm-hmm. um, drinking a lot, um, just, you know, sleep patterns were off, things of that nature. Didn't realize certain things were happening in my life. Sometimes when you're so smart, you could be stupid. Yeah, you know? yeah man. <laughs> Who you tell her, man? You're doing all the right things wrong or all the wrong things right. You tell me that all the time. You was like, yo, don't be so smart that, that you're stupid. I'm like. Ah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, 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 you true, can't right. be because we have that gift of knowledge, but right. you got to learn how to wield it. You know, I always say to people that, you know, if I gave my son a uh, razor blade at six months, he can cut himself and kill himself mm-hmm. with that thing. And if I gave it to him at 16, he can shave himself with that same tool. Mm. Given too early, right, you can right. take yourself out Yeah, at the end of the day. So for me, you know, waking up every day um, – 45 times a week exercising my body. Um, spirituality is very uh, keen and prevalent in my life. Notice he didn't personally. say religion. He said spirituality. No, definitely not religion. Um, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but definitely being spiritually connected because it gives me more of a ground, uh, more of a sense of being grounded on who I am mm-hmm. as a person and not just a following of other people, just who I am. So, you know, waking up in the morning and instead of listening to certain types of music, I'd like to listen to jazz without sound, mm. you know, without words, excuse me, just yeah. just the music, you know what I mean? Bringing certain things in. I know before we started the podcast, proud of my boy, he put on a picture in the background on the, on the screen that Got he has of, of, of just water. Just water, yeah. nice little view. Um, I like to be tranquil, like you, man. Absolutely. Like you. Um, this is not to say that we're perfect people, but we like to be connected, mm. you know, to certain things. And sometimes in order to connect, you got to disconnect. So I try to disconnect 
from the world um, throughout the day yes, as much do. as possible. Yes, you do. <laughs> as much you as sure possible. do. You're like, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going on a three-day sabbatical, no phone. What? <laughs> what? All right. Okay. Damn. All right. Um, but within that self-care, you know, my eating, I, you know, um, no pork, red meat, things of that nature for listen, the last past this 15, brother, Listen, this years. brother is really, he got me eating right. Like, you know, me and my lady, we juice, you know what I mean, in the morning. Well, we do it like probably three to four days out of the week. But when I first met him, I was teasing him. Like, yo, you eating all this healthy shit? He's like, yo, one day you're going to be eating this one. Yeah, all right. And he used to always bring his stuff into work. And I'm like, the hell is this, man? I'm not eating. This shit look nasty. He's like, yo, I'm telling you, it's good. And I'll try it. At first, I was like, man, it's all right. You know what I mean? But after years, I'm like, yo, he never let me taste nothing. That's nasty, yo. And he was like, yo, you got to remember, like, I used to be a big dude, and I still like to taste food, Mm -hmm. but you taught me how you can, you don't have to sacrifice taste to get good stuff, and that's what I, you know, learned. You know what I mean? And just like you said, the eating is very, very, very helpful, man. Yeah, it's very helpful. And when you talk about mental health, I mean, it's proven that your cognition is better. Your mind is clearer when yep. you eat healthier, when you balance your life. I don't think we really break down the scientific definition of being out of order mm. Mm. from a mathematical sense. I believe that science is, you know, really taken away from us so we don't understand lineage. So <laughs> what do you nature. mean, though? So if you let's say you have an algebraic equation, right, mm-hmm. and you have the Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally, right? Yes, Let's say yes, that. Yes. PEMDAS, right? <laughs> for those of you who remember that. Um, and you're looking for a proper answer, mm-hmm. right? And let's say your answer, you keep getting the wrong answer. You're looking for 57 and it keeps coming out to be coming out to be 41 for some reason. It tells you to go back and look at your order of operations. Nah, okay, okay. <laughs> right? I see right? you going. Go ahead. All right. So you have to look back within your parentheses, your multiplication, your division, your exponents, your addition, and your subtraction. And somewhere, something is out of place, Mm -hmm. and you have to fix it. Now, that also delves into mental health. It delves into, as we know, cognitive behavioral therapy, some forms of dialectal behavioral therapy where you're able to delve back into your past traumas and try to figure out why, as an adult, you still have certain feelings or you still cannot make it and thrive in certain areas of, of relationship or community or whatever have you, mm-hmm. you are able to look back within your equation and try to get yourself in order as much as possible. Brother so, <laughs> and uh, nutrition is a huge part of that order process. Mm-hmm. Exercising your body is a huge part of that order process. So if you want yourself to be in order, one of the biggest misconceptions, and you guys bear with me because sometimes I bounce back and nah, forth. Now, listen, you guys stand. When listeners listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. they listen for everything. Okay. So they, so this is going to help them do their drive, do work. So please be as detailed as you want. Okay. I don't care how long. Like, there is no time limit. Be as detailed. Because right. this stuff that we talk about, you understand, like, I'm like a little kid watching you. After you get done, you got to sign my microphone, man. Nah, okay. Come on, man. <laughs> My man, it's my brother right there. Word, in case man. y'all don't know. Word, man. <laughs> um, For real. So one of the biggest misconceptions to me that human beings have is that we have control over what we do. <laughs> yes, yes, we talk about that. <laughs> yeah, and the only thing that we do is respond to stimuli. Mm. That's the only thing that we do. <laughs> so really, the stimulus that you put into your body, the stimuli that you put into your body or have around you, that really controls 
your day-to-day process, mm-hmm. your minute-to-minute process, your second-to-second process. Because like I like to say to people, like you like football, right? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you look around this room, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean. So if you were to wake up, say tomorrow, you say to yourself, "I'm going to wake up tomorrow, and I'm going to go out to the field and I'm gonna practice what I love." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not to say you're going to play professionally, but I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna throw the ball around with my son or whatever have you. I'm gonna get out there and I'm gonna burn him. We gonna go up and down the field or whatever have you. But tonight, you decide to have, you know, some gravy donuts. Like six of them. Damn, damn. <laughs> but go ahead, yeah, right? <laughs> you know? How about glazed donuts? Glazed gravy donuts, uh-huh. right? <laughs> glazed gravy donuts with bacon. And a Diet Coke. And a Diet Coke, <laughs> right? Whatever. And you decide to, in that Diet Coke, you know, you put in a half a fifth of, of vodka, mm. you know, to start. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Chest hurt. Listen to this one. Go ahead. <laughs> and then you blow a couple L's back. Let's just say that, right? You don't have the ability to wake up in the morning and be your best and do your best. You're probably not going to be able to get out of bed. Hell no. Whatever substance you put into your body is now controlling you. Mm. You don't have that control anymore. So we really have to watch what we're around, what we ingest. And when we talk about diet, a lot of us always, uh, we we think of caloric intake, which is important. Mm -hmm. Fats and things like that, watching your nutrients and things of that nature, it's important. But it's also what you put into your mind. Mm. You know what I mean? What Mm -hmm. you put into your heart, what you put into your spirit. Like, you really have to really watch these things. Like, we're not detoxified enough to where we can go into certain places and be like, ah, nah, I'll be good. That place is going to end up controlling you Mm -hmm. and manipulating you. That show that you're watching is going to end up getting you. You know, because you could be at 100% and then you feel, you still feel like you're good because you're at 85 but you could still be at 100 if you would have never paid attention to that thing. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's super important in understanding that you don't have the control over yourself that you think that you do. But the stimuli around you does. So in order to control that, mm-hmm. you have to control your stimuli, right? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't live in a chaotic household. If it was chaotic, you would do your best to get it in what? In order. In order. Mm. I ain't even have to look, say Look, it. look, look. Come on, man. <laughs> well, you know what? And I think that's why people don't realize how um, advertising play a part in everything we do. Mm-hmm. You know, like people think that, you know, you see these commercials. Oh, you know, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. But there are people who get paid millions of dollars to research mm-hmm. and to make sure that when you go somewhere, you think of me. Now, I'm not going to lie. Like, we all fall into it. You know what I mean? Like, like we're human. Like, for example, like, I was, you know, I was, you know, I had wanted to go buy my lady something. I was like, yo, where could I go? And I was like, oh, cave. Because every kiss begins with a cave. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's programming. And like you said, order. But also, like you said, you have to make sure that you're controlling it enough to where it's not controlling you. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, your stimuli, like, we all want to, eat because i mean it tastes good right like we're really supposed to eat for nutrients but most of us eat 95 percent of us eat because it tastes good like we mm-hmm. want something that tastes good right. but until you realize that i need to only eat this so i can nourish my body that's when you will be you know f- you know almost free from disease health mm-hmm. stuff like that right. so when you talk about what people take in and you talk about that all the time like yo, you are what you eat people use that as a cliche mm-hmm. 
But when you talk about like what social media is doing to people, mm-hmm. now only reason I'm on social media is because I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't use social media. I don't even know how I survive. <laughs> Be, like having a, a following because I don't like social media. And I don't know, like, because people hit me like, yo, when are you going to do the podcast again? I'm like, I'm going to do it, you know, but. I don't like to be looking at dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like looking at somebody shaking their ass all the fucking time. Right. Like, that's so overrated. Like, I don't like watching someone do stupid shit. Like, right. because, again, funny stuff is okay. Because, you know, we joke about, like, you know, we joke. But seeing dumb shit. Like, right. like, and you know what funny shit is versus dumb shit. Right. And dumb shit is what is having people win nowadays. Because people are doing dumb shit and they're getting over it. Right. So now the rest of the world thinks that, oh, this is what I need to do. Right. Because, again, that stimuli right. of like, wow. So you don't even have to have talent. Right. Yeah. So what you're saying, what I'm taking in is you're saying that your diet has changed. Yes. Your yes. palate has changed. Yes. You know what I mean? Because what used to be entertaining to you no longer works for nah, you nah, anymore. Nah, nah, it's, it's, funny, <laughs> no, it's the same way to where if somebody changes their diet, they're no longer going into Burger King. You know what I mean? And getting a, a whopper. Like me. Like how I start. I mean, you know, like once in a while. But like you said, like, you know how I used to eat. Like, right. Yo, you going to really eat that. <laughs> right. And every time I go somewhere, I'm like, yo, what will Lamont say? But sometimes I treat myself. But right. I don't get like you. I don't get dumb, like just gluttonous food, right. like a two double cheeseburgers and right. a mixed chicken and fry. Why do I need all that? Right. You don't. So why do you need some of the shows that's on television right now? Some of the stupid stuff. That's on television right watch. now, right? Yo, I just swear I don't watch. Like, I watch YouTube. I watch a lot of documentaries. Right, absolutely. I watch a lot of, um, you know, music stuff, sports stuff, because, you know, that's what I do. But, yo, when I say, like, my diet has changed, I don't mean to cut you off, but mm-hmm. it really changed. Mm-hmm. Like, I w- I'm fine. I'm fine not watching TV. Like, mm-hmm. as you can see, like, I try to read more down there, like, on the second shelf, even yeah. there. Jeez. I try to read more. You know, like I don't, I I'm not an avid reader, but I try to force myself to read a little something. Even if I'm on my phone, I'm like, okay, well, I have to read something. I mm-hmm. have to listen to something mm-hmm. that's that's really educational. Like I love Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. He has so many great people up there. Mm-hmm. Like when you get a chance, listen to Joe Rogan podcast with Darrell Davis, mm-hmm. uh, Daryl Davis, uh, D A R Y L, mm-hmm. black dude. Mm-hmm. He he didn't convert them. But over 200 uh, white supremacists, KKK, uh, neo-Nazis, denounced that because of him. And he just wanted to know, like us, why don't you like me? Mm. Now, his place of wanting to know was because he came from a very diverse background. In his 50s and 60s, his father worked for the UN. Mm -hmm. So he's seeing, like, kids from all over. Mm -hmm. So when he got here, he was like, why don't you like me? So that's when he started to dive in and boom, like uh, over 200, you know, uh, white supremacists, white nationalists. Like, I can't. This is stupid. Mm. You know what I mean? But again, it's listening to good things like that. Like Mm -hmm. when I'm on my way home. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, when we talk, I'm like, you know, we always say like, yo, we're in a good place because we know what to digest. Mm -hmm. Again, we still are funny. You know, we still (laughs) talk about funny shit. Mm -hmm. But like you said, like certain times, like, you know, like when you like when you sit in there, it's like. Like we are men. Right. And we don't discriminate whatever you like. That's what you like. Right. But what we don't like is foolishness, like my grandfather said. Right. And like, you got to I was listening to Jake's um, 
T.D. Jakes. And mm. even though I tell you guys I'm not religious, I'm always in search of knowledge. Yes, we are. And yes, listen to are. me, men. If you want me to respect you as a man, you have to be in search of knowledge. You got to. In some way, shape, form, or fashion, no matter what level you're on. Because you were lack thereof. Exactly. So he was talking about um, soaring with eagles. Mm. And he was talking about how chickens can't you know, fly as high as eagles. Right, right, right. And a lot of us, you know, we are not only in personal intimate relationships with, but also friendships and, and, and things of that nature with chickens. Mm. And we've reached a level of eagle, mm. you know, and we keep, we get frustrated with these people when we shouldn't. We should be frustrated with ourselves for not finding other eagles to soar as high mm. as we soar. Talk about it. <laughs> Talk about it. Wow. Who, who can handle the level that we're on. You know, it was at a certain point in time where we were going through our phase mm-hmm. um, that it was okay. You know, we were chickens at one point Mess in time. That's with chicken heads. Ain't gonna exactly. Lie. You Ain't know gonna what I mean? Lie. Chicken heads be clucking in my back. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, at, at a certain point in time, we were there. And you have to accept the fact that you have reached another level. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it when people put themselves down and say, I don't want to seem like I'm better than people and this, that, and the third. No. State who you are. Mm-hmm. You should never have to shrink yourself to make other people feel large. Yes. You know, at the end of the day. So if you feel that you're that type of person, even if other people think you're not, then state it at mm-hmm. the end of the day. You know what I mean? So some of us are, we're not flying with eagles no, we're not. at the end of the day. So we need to find people that are on that level or we need to bring people up. And then we also need to find people who are flying higher than us. Yeah. To help uplift us. Yes. Because never think that you've hit a plateau to where you've made it. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? To where you've made it. And you're the end all be all. So you need that well-rounded team around you. Nah, okay. it's true, because if you're the, because if, like that old saying said, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find a different room. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. And this is why we are able to piggyback off one another. I know one of my, I make New Year's resolutions every year Me because too. I stick to them. Me too. You know, nine Let times me show out you ten, mine. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nine times out of ten, I stick to mine. And one of my resolutions was to find uh, men that I can bring around me who are on different levels, you know, yes. who are on different levels throughout life that levels that I haven't hit, rather it be adjacent, rather it be above me, below me, whatever have you, just different men that I feel add value to my life and build a bond in a circle with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's one of my brothers to fly with more eagles. Basically. So as you can see, you know, mine's is my uh, 2020 goals and I have more, but these are like the most prominent ones mm-hmm. but to take acting classes, mm-hmm. audition for two roles and family vacation. Okay. Those are in the work, in the process. Self-care. And I think that people don't realize how having goals and saying things, things happen, things come into existence. And I think that we yeah. talk so negatively, like you said, like, yo, I can't do this, man. Get this shit too hard. It's going to be too hard then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you're like, yo, I got this. I'm going to be able to do this. Yo, you're going to do it. Again, it's some adversity, but you got to put these things down on paper and you got to say, yo, listen, this is what's going to happen. Yes. And for me, once it leaves my pen or my mind and my mouth, like, it has to manifest. Absolutely. Like, I can't just let it, like, go because it has to manifest. It has to become something great. Absolutely. And now, when you have goals, now you have to have objectives. Like, you know, like kind of like a treatment plan. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And we was doing this years before we even got in the field. Absolutely. Because we understood, like, how important it was to really 
follow through with things. And yeah. then if you don't do it that year, then you put it to another year and you keep going. That's the key. Molding yourself. You I, know? Was, I was just about to get into that, is that it may not be an overnight process. It actually shouldn't be an overnight process unless somebody comes along, you know, and offers you a position or something like that. And, you know, you happen to stumble upon that. But other than that, things take time. Yes. You know, and you got to enjoy and trust the process. A lot of us give up because we're looking on television or we're looking on social media at people who, you know, it, they're posting their best pictures and best things, but they're not posting the struggle. Right. You know, that they had to go through in order to get to that one still moment mm -hmm. that they took. You know, they're smiling with their leg up in the air, hugging their family with the cap on, but they're not telling you about the nights when nobody wouldn't watch the kids so they can go to class, you know, things of Or the they ain't telling you once they put the damn camera down, they got a whole attitude. Exactly. You know what I mean? They, you know, they got the camera like, yeah, I'm living my best life. <laughs> Fuck, shit, it's a book. <laughs> exactly. Like, damn. Like, if you could see what's in that picture, like, exactly. outside of the frame, Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's where it's real. That exactly. And, and so that's don't, what's key, man. Yeah, don't get caught up on that right there. Don't get caught up on the world. This is why I say spirituality is key for me because it gives me a better sense of who I am mm. outside of the world. Yeah. Now, I, you know, I love people. With, that's why I do what I do. Yes, we do. You know, and have dedicated my life to trying to help others. But the first person that I need to save is me mm. Boom. <laughs> at the end of the day. So this is why spirituality is cool and keen for me like i i love it i love being in my own zone and thinking and and and, and one with my thoughts and things of that nature right, you know right. so it's just in that when we delve back into um the topic of mental health i mean everything that we're talking about pertains to mental health because everything that we're talking about is about self-care at mm -hmm. the end of the day and not letting yourself slip and keeping yourself in order Getting yep. in order and keeping yourself in order. Now, one thing I do want to talk about really quick is it's not a perfect process. No, it's not. And we're not sitting up here as perfect men. No, you know, I'm a very flawed man <laughs> uh, at the Me end of too. the day. Me too. But I don't crucify myself for my flaws. Right. Do I look myself in the mirror and say, yo, you need to get that shit together? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do I have people around me who tell me you need to get that shit together? When I need to, absolutely. Right. You have to have that. But we should not cruci crucify ourselves to a point to where we don't have the energy anymore to get it together mm -hmm. because you spent so much time downing yourself. Or you have people around you who, let me, let me say something. If say you have goals and dreams and aspirations and you wake up, like you said, and you write stuff down and now you have to try to not only write those things down but then uh, put it into process. You know what I mean? And you have people around you who are like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if you should be doing that. Or you think you could do that? You ain't built for that. Get those people out of your life. You better. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. And replace those people with people who believe in you. Mm -hmm. It's You know what? It's okay for those people around you to feel that way about you. Tell it to somebody else. Go have a whole gossip column yep, about yep, it. Yep, but yeah. don't bring it to me yes. at the end of the day. Yeah. I need you to believe in me sometimes in ways that I can't see. Yes. For some yes, people, yes. you know what I mean. If you're not that, then you gotta you gotta take a back seat. But that needs to start within yourself. That's mm. part of self care. That all this stuff wraps around mental health. Like believe, if you feel like you have past traumas, if you feel like things are on your mind, you have an anxiety, you have stress, things of that nature. Take a deep breath. We we have gotten away from that, like five deep breaths and things of remember that nature. That? You remember know what that? I mean? Yeah. The old school of 
they say that's why people smoke cigarettes in the first place. You know, it's not the the nicotine and all that. It's just that taking it when they puff, they're taking a deep breath. Mm. <laughs> and comes the addiction of 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 from the nicotine and things of that nature. But it's just the the slick company did it again. They did it again. Psychology. Yeah. Well, psychologists is get, are getting paid. Philip Moore paid out there. So. You know, we have gotten away from that. Take a deep breath within yourself and then look at what's going on in your life. Pay attention to your body. What do I need at this time? Am I lacking love? You know, are there too many people around? You know, certain people need to get cut. Do I need to bring more people in? What do I need to do for myself? Do I need to go to the gym? Gym? Do I need to change my diet? Do I need to build better relationships with my mother, my father, my children? I don't know. Things that are going on within your life and then start to do it. Mm-hmm. Start to do it. That's you know, important. Put your money where your mouth is at the, at the end of the day. Because, you know, a lot of people out there talk, but you got to put in that work, baby. That's true. <laughs> you got to put in that true. work. And and like you said, people don't even, so the new rap, um, you know, it, it's not what I'm accustomed to, but I support these young brothers because you know why they hustle. These brothers work hard. Like, they are on social media 24-7. They are promoting themselves. And to see these young black men who could be incarcerated, who could be selling drugs, they're taking something that was a God-given talent to entertain, and they're putting it back Mm -hmm. into the world. Now, again, do I agree with a lot of what they say? No. But with anything, you got to respect it, and I respect that they are taking that and doing it in a different way. Like, that's for, like, for example, people say, oh, well, but, you know, look what they're promoting. Shit, Hollywood been promoting that for hundreds of years. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So these brothers are saying, listen, I'm promoting where I'm from. I'm promoting what I like. You don't have to like it. You don't have to listen to it. Like, that's your choice. You know what I mean? By the end of the day, I think that what we need to see is, like, how they're making a way from nothing. Like, these brothers are coming from the mud, as we say in the inner city. Like, they're coming from nothing, mm-hmm. and they're making a way. So I like to give those dudes props. I like to big it up, but people don't understand, like, it takes time. Even when people ask me about the podcast, they're like, well, how long have you been doing this? I said, almost about, almost five years, right? And like, oh, well, man, you know, they just see the views, but they don't see what it takes to put in a work. They don't see when, like, equipment breaks down. They don't see how much money goes into it. They don't see the passion and effort. They just see the finished product. Well, mm-hmm. I told people, if you want it, you have to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that people are not taking now. People mm-hmm. looking at social media and they're saying, like, oh, you know, everybody's making it. Like, Cardi B, she, regardless of what you say, she had to put in work. Right. Like, you watch her become a stripper to saying, that's not cool. I'm going to go on TV. I'm going to join another avenue. I'm going to make sure that my kids' kids' kids are straight. Right. And that's what it's all about. Right. And putting in the time and effort, but people don't want to. This is a microwave society, like they used to say about our society, our generation. But this really is, man. No, it, it is. It really is. Man. And, and. These young rappers these days, I support them because I've realized that they are a mirror image of us. There we go. And I try to think about it from a perspective of not only are these my young brothers, but also what if that were my son? Would I look at him the same way right. and crucify him the same way? No, I would try to you know, help to change his mind mm-hmm. in some way, shape, form, or fashion, either support him have a better understanding of him than society does. Mm-hmm. So we have to have an understanding for these young brothers and sisters that are out there in what they're trying to do first and foremost before we try to crucify them. Right, right. You know, for what they're doing. Not all of our 90s 
in 80. Some of our 80s hip-hop was no. glorious at all. Biggie. Big, Tupac, a lot of them, they didn't. They glorified a lot of negativity. They do. Let's, let's, uh, let, let's keep it a real. A lot of people don't like to talk about the fact that, you know, Tupac, to me, wasn't a real thug no, at the end of the day. He you wasn't. Know? He, and, he, and then his transition from being positive to thug life. Right. It's like, come on, Pac. Right. You know what I mean? But, but again, his heart and his mind. Right. We're in the right place. Yes, yes. That's you know, true. he was a growing young man, just like a lot of us at the end of the day. But, you know, we attracted to that because we were, you know, somewhere around that age range. And, and we were relatable. And look at Akinelli. Mm. Now he's like a, uh, what, he's like a mayor or something? Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude is like, he's like into politics. Wow. You know what I mean? He's had a song about putting Put it in, in your mouth. Wow. Just all the nasty songs, but he's into politics. Wow. You know what I mean? I so you... So you learn, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and like you said, yeah, we can crucify these young dudes, but you never know what they could become. Right. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. really important, and especially with us. Like, we're so quick to say, like, for example, like with the whole Gail King thing, mm-hmm. right? People say, well, oh, she's trying to tear down black men. Mm-hmm. I said, well, how is she trying to tear down, her and Oprah trying to tear down black men? It's, oh, uh, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, and, and now Koi Brown. I said, first of all, Michael Jackson, she didn't tear down anything mm-hmm. because that wasn't even Oprah doing that. She didn't she didn't have the interview. She did the after thing. Mm-hmm. But again, Michael Jackson put himself in that position. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly. We already know what he did. Mm-hmm. Not tearing down. R. Kelly chose to come on. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. When Gail King made that statement, again, she was doing her journalistic, but also people only heard a snippet of it. Mm-hmm. They didn't hear the part where she was like, Well, do you think it should be followed him? They sensationalize it. Mm-hmm. But my thing was, people don't see when Oprah's like, well, let me talk to Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, nah, I don't want to. He don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. But she tried. But again, we can't keep saying that our black women are taking us down because they not taking them. They didn't take down thousands of us to put us in jail, yeah. like the you know prison system. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying we can't be critical of us all the time. And like we talk about some stuff, I think it should be in our house. Right. And then. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jewish people do it all the time. Yeah. Like they protect each other. Other Like they protect. Yeah. You know, that's not cool. But when they. Yo, what are you thinking? Man? Come on. You got some TV looking bad. But we the first ones to be like, yeah, yeah girl, that's shit. Man, he need to go under the jail. And then to come to find out that it wasn't true. It's like, oh, no apologies. No nothing. Right. Right. You know I what do. Mean? Th- you know, and that's I'm not privy to the whole Gail King thing. OK. Um. I refuse to even delve into it, really, because it really, I just don't want to get into it. But I do <laughs> Why not? believe that, because people have sensationalized it, yes. and I'm sure of that. Um, and I do believe that we should not be airing out our dirty laundry. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I the, agree. <laughs> at the end of the day. But we should be critical of one another mm-hmm. on, on certain levels, you know what I mean? Right. Because that's the one thing that black people have failed to do is to look at our own mess ups, our own flaws, our own shit and That's say, hey, you know what? That's our fault. Yes. People are calling us this because there are thousands and millions of people out there who are proving them right at mm-hmm. the end of the day. You know, you might be living good, but what about your brother and your sister mm-hmm. next door to you? You yep. frown your face up at them or you move to a different neighborhood. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. So there's no teaching and understanding. So the reason why I don't want to delve into that is because I'm trying to hear just the chirps about it mm-hmm. and try to understand more of the positive aspect before I delve into what people would call negative. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
So I'm trying to understand it from listening to either you or other people talk about it and say, you know what, try to look at it from both ends. Because yeah. do I think, you know, Kobe Bryant was the devil for what he did? Absolutely not. Right, right, right. <laughs> Absolutely right. not at the end of the day. Right. From what I could see, was a great father, a man who did wrong, who looked his wife in the eye on, on television and said, I was wrong. Which a lot of men will not do. Hell no. How many sports figures do you have right now who know that they done wrong and will not? Listen, <laughs> thousands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit, it's average. It's average dudes that's milkmen. Yeah. That's <laughs> deliver beers. That's wrong. Like we it won't over right, a beer. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like you crazy. I ain't doing none of that. But overall, I mean, I just, I just think that the reason I brought it up because I think. People were just going in on him. Like, yo, we need to protect our black queen, yo. Yeah. Like, because they're, they are the most down, they are the most, you know, beaten, you know, talked about of any race. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, just the way Snoop was going in on her, I'm like, Snoop, come on. Like, you could have called her and said that. Yeah. You could have said, yo, Gail, come on. Yo, what you doing? And then she would have said, hey, listen, they snipped it up. Like I'm, I'm at CBS Next because you guys are wrong for putting that in there, trying to sensationalize it. Yeah. And now I don't want to get too, you know, uh, uh, political. Political, but I will. Fuck, it's my show. <laughs> um, you know. But then white people sit back, be like, oh, we got them now. Mm-hmm. Let them argue, over it and we'll make money over it. Like, mm-hmm. nah. And that's why, I, that's why I put a podcast. And when I was, I talked about, it, I said, yo, stop. People say, oh, people, Gail King, listen to the whole thing, man, mm-hmm. because I worked in radio. Like I know how this works. Like, I know how they can literally take part of what you said and switch it all up. Mm-hmm. And you sitting there like, yo, I ain't say that. Mm-hmm. And then the program person be like, but yeah, yes, you did, because we're not going to change it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yo, mm-hmm. come on. Like, for example, <coughs> like when Kobe passed, um, the reporter, she said she meant to say New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. And then she switched it to L.A. Lakers. That's what she was saying, because obviously she don't know sports. And she probably just got it on her desk. Mm-hmm. And she didn't take her time. She just flying. She said, Kobe Bryant, who played for the LA Knicks, Lick, Lakers. Mm-hmm. And people was like, yo, she, she need to get fired. I'm mm-hmm. like, does she really need to get fired? Mm-hmm. See, what you're doing now and what you've just done has, you know, you showed your level of understanding. Oh, you got to, man. <laughs> but a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't have the wherewithal anymore to be able to understand. How many times are you driving? You make an honest mistake. Honest. People just beeping the horn, throwing the yeah. middle finger up at you. You know what I like, mean? Like, yo, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, but people don't see that. People want it to be perfect, but when they mess up, they exactly. on F you, your mother, your father. Like, exactly. yo, it's a, like, because Miriam said, listen, I bet you she was saying New York Knicks. Right. And she said the New York Lake Knicker. Right. Lake Knicker. And when you put Lakers and Knicks, it sound like that. Again, only thing I fought her for, for was. You are a journalist, right. and you should have delivered that in a professional manner. Right. Should she got fired? No. Yeah. No, she shouldn't have got fired. Right. No, she shouldn't have got fired. Because what's going to happen is if a black person does something like that, mm-hmm. and we're already under the microscope, mm-hmm. guess what's going to happen to mm-hmm. three of us? Mm-hmm. It's your mm-hmm. fault because you hired them. Mm-hmm. And it's your fault because you're the supervisor. Mm-hmm. So all y'all got to go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. our margin for error is a lot slimmer. Yeah, and I think that I want to take that and go back into a direction that you were going to before, with which is protecting our queen. Right. And that we have to start 
giving each other a chance. You got to. You know, I hear too many women, men and women out there using the excuse because you don't have the emotional or mental capacity mm -hmm. to handle somebody else. You want to cut them short. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Some of us start going and we start delving with other races, things of that nature. Oh, I'm done with black men. I'm done with black right. women. This, that, and the third. I can't take this and this, that, and the third. That's not saying anything about that flawed human being. Right. That's saying a lot about yourself at yeah. the end of the day. So I in, agree. In protecting our queens and protecting our kings, we got to be adjacent and stand by them. Yes. You know, through trials, tribulations, ups and downs. Maybe Snoop should have called Gail King on a totally different level. Be like, listen, you know, I heard what you said. I don't like it as a black man. You know what I mean? As a as 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 some sort of figure within our community on mm -hmm. television and things of that nature. Can we have a conversation about it? Don't try to down her. Right. You know what I mean? In and a certain way. You could have got her number. Yeah. You know how the media plays, Snoop. Yeah. You've been in this game for 20 plus, almost 30 years. Yeah. You know how they get done. Yeah. But this speaks to, and I'm not talking about Snoop's manhood. Mm -hmm. I don't know that man at the end of the day. But this speaks to a lot of people out there who call themselves men, mm. don't have the proper character. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the difference between what I call a king versus a Viking. Mm. You know what I mean? Where Vikings rule by brute force. They weren't known as the most intelligent people throughout history. You know Thank what I mean? You. But kings could have been as small as Napoleon <laughs> and ruled nations at the end of the day because he was of pretty tall, though. Was he? Yeah, he was. He was. That was. I, You're I, messing up my point. I'm sorry. Go so ahead. the point is. <laughs> the point is. Now we get into the, the series. You're messing up my damn point. So anyway, <laughs> let's just picture Napoleon yes. being four foot seven. Yes, yes, yes. Like yes, they yes. said, this, Napoleon this complex. Exactly. All right. So, <laughs> so, you can rule nations just off of intelligence, yes. wisdom, wit, things of that nature. Uh -huh. But you have too many brolic men out there yes. who are now trying to rule with that. Yeah, I'm too, bigger. I'm too, too freaking like aggressive. Like, yo, yeah. slow down, man. Yeah. Like, and you're not hard all the time, are you? No. And then they become intimidated by real men. Yes. Start yes. grabbing your girl arm. You know, yeah, leaving yeah. rooms, things of that nature, trying to put other people down because you haven't worked on your character mm -hmm. enough to build yourself up to be called a man or a king right, right, at the right. end of the day. You know what I mean? So continue to work on yourself at the end. You're not going to get it from a lot of us. Like, we don't promote ourselves as being anybody's thug. No. Nah. But we will protect ourselves. Yes, we will. So hold your You know, my man I wears killer, glasses. I don't push me. Exactly. <laughs> my man has glasses on right now. Run up on him if you want to. Listen, listen. <laughs> Go on run, now. Run up on him. We're men at the end of the day. We're protectors uh -huh. and providers at the end of the day. That's 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 our our job. Let him lose, Lamont. Let him lose. <laughs> Let him lose. <laughs> Get off that boy. <laughs> Richard, Ryan. let him lose now. Let him lose. Ha, huh. Go out there and get him. Lamont got him. Let him loose now. Let him loose. Or you have some grandmothers that'll sit back at the screen and they'll be like, I told him. Uh -huh. If he kept messing I with him, he was going to get a hold of him. I told him, you keep messing with him. Now look at you. Now look at you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Playing around. But a lot of us don't need to walk around with that type of bravado because no, we we're very comfortable in our wisdom. I'm very. We're very comfortable in our intelligence. So I don't, I don't need that. And I'm comfortable in my heart. I'm going to love you regardless, brother. Mm -hmm. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, <laughs> It just is what it is. I'm going to understand why you're saying to me what you're saying to me. You're not comfortable right. in this arena. You but, know what I mean? But I think that when real men, even when people who who portray to be a thug, like even like dudes like us, like when they try to 
you to do something crazy, and we give them that look. They just, I've been fortunate enough to do just walk away like, all right, listen, I ain't about to mess with this guy because something ain't right here. Right. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, I, listen, man, I, I don't want to go to jail. I don't like jail. Yeah. There's no females in jail. I can't <laughs> watch what I want to watch. Right. I don't like to be controlled, so I think before I act. Right. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you have to think. A lot of our friends that we know, a lot of people we know, they didn't think. Right. They used, you know, everything with ego. Now, I do want to jump into that. Because we had this conversation plenty of times. Mm-hmm. People need to realize that men are more emotional than women. Absolutely. More emotional than women. People say, well, how is that? And and I told, you know, and I and I and I tell people, but we call it ego. Mm-hmm. Like put your ego to the side. No, stop being emotional. Right. Learn that I'm emotional and I can't handle this. Right. And this is why you hear about dudes shooting the clubs up. This is how you hear about dude shooting. We're not talking about getting the girl pregnant. Nah, 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 nah. We're talking about literally shooting up clubs because <laughs> she's in there and you mad. You know what I mean? Right, or right, going right. to her house, throwing a rock. Like, you know, just say I'm hurt. But right. I think that, again, America and the world promotes like, yo, you got to be this tough guy. Mm-hmm. You can't cry. It was okay to cry sometimes mm-hmm. because that's back to what you said. Mm-hmm. Control. Right. Balance. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And becoming comfortable in yourself. I do feel... Exactly what you're saying, and I'm gonna delve into that. But I also feel like we have, we're also raising a society of punk ass men, too. Yeah. You know, who don't know how to balance that. And right. we it used to be that you can lay your head on the bosom of your queen, mm-hmm. rather it being your mother or your woman, and get good advice. Or your you aunts, know? grandmother, or somebody. your grandmother, whoever from from a a a a natural perspective that you didn't have. Right, then you right. take your head off, you go protect and provide. Yes. You be a man. But too many men have their head stuck on that bosom yep. now. You know what I mean? And some women are keeping it there. And keeping it, or, or placing it there. You have a lot of women now to where that's the only man that they know how to be around is the man that needs to be on their bosom. They're afraid they, to trust. And then they dressing their kids up as men who they want. Absolutely. Like, this kid's four. Why the fuck is he wearing some Tim's and he got some Tim's? <laughs> Absolutely. He don't. He don't need all these de- these designer clothes. Absolutely. You can barely afford your rent. Why are you buying him all exactly. this stuff? But that's when we don't delve into mommy and daddy issues, which should, should be another uh, podcast. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The mommy and daddy issues that we carry. I'm mean, talking now. You know, we are talking now, yeah. but a lot of us have these mommy and daddy issues. I had issues. crazy mommy issues. And me too. I had crazy I still mommy. have some mommy issues right, that I'm yeah. just realizing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't, because I think as a man, as men, we're allowed to fuck up more mm-hmm. and learn because the old adage is, oh, he's a man. Right. He going to do what men is going to do. Right. No, we're human. Right. We're allowed to fuck up, whether that be man or woman, cat, dog. Right. But they're not human, bro. Uh, <laughs> but we are all allowed to mess up. But again, we can't stay there. Absolutely. You know? But I think that society, they give men... They give men a pass for being so macho, so brute, so stupid. Mm-hmm. But then they consequence them two times because they're saying, well, you should know better. Mm-hmm. Okay, but at what point do I know better? Mm-hmm. When is when is somebody going to say, hey, listen, I'm going to show you. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I, um, you know, and on Tuesdays, I, I co-facilitate a domestic violence class. And that's the first thing I said. I said, listen, it's okay mm-hmm. to be... Um, emotional. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be. Like, that's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Expressing that. Um, we also talk about gender biases. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
a lot of these guys, you know, like most of us, like, you know, we come from a place of like being so strong, being so macho. So we don't know how to talk. I said, but at the end of this class, don't let your lady talk about some, oh, stop being a bitch when you start expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's like mm-hmm. that's gender inequality. Like, right. that's not true. Like, I can express myself without being a sucker. Right. You know what I mean? That's not cool. So, but in this society, like, they want you to be something that they're not. Absolutely. That they're not. Absolutely. I, th- I think we lack in the understanding of humanism, first and mm-hmm. foremost. And who we are, not only as humans, but as animals at yeah. the end of the day. And we just, you know, we are natural at the end of the day. And we lack in that type of understanding. So we expect men and women to be super men and women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we're not at the end of the day. So to delve back into the men showing emotion and emotional aspect and having to have that balance, this is where it starts. When we dialogue about it, when we have yes. the conversation, when you have strong men like us who can say, hey, man, I got mommy issues. Yeah. But we run families. Yep. We have people, we have kids that look up to us as kings. We have men and women around us who look up to us, and we can still say, you know what? I got these issues. Yeah. As a man, sometimes I hurt. Sometimes I need to go somewhere and yeah. tear up every now and yeah. again. You know what I mean? But it's not going to take away from that lion that I have inside right. of me. Yeah. It doesn't take away from that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That dog that I have every day when I get up, I'm going to attack the world for what I want and what I need for my family. But right. guess what? I will fall on my ass in the midst of that. Yes, I will. You know what I mean? I will scrape myself. I will go, ouch, but I'm going to get back up yes. and keep it moving. <clears throat> so we need, once again, to have that fortitude within ourselves to be able to say, you know what? I fucked up. Mm-hmm. And say to yourself, look at yourself, find some other way to 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 another path to take to get it right, but don't crucify yourself at the end yes. of the day. And then don't allow the other people around you to crucify you for it. Hey, we right. talked about it. Let's move on for mm-hmm. it. Exactly. You know, you know, at the end of the day, like start building yourself, but then surrounding yourself as well with people who believe in you. That is energy. Yes. That's energy. Energy is super huge, and we talk about it, but a lot of people don't know how to go get it. We're not taught how to go get it. Right. People, so now the whole, like, uh, the new word is vibes. Oh, that's the vibe. That's yeah. the vibe. Yeah. People don't realize that's energy. Absolutely. If you work, if you're around somebody who want party all the goddamn time, and they ain't got no job, they ain't <laughs> down one, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a vibe. That's energy mm-hmm. is going to rub off on you. Yeah. And people don't understand, like, that's why spirituality is very, very key, mm-hmm. because... Even when it comes to sex, like if this person that you're having sex with doesn't have a good spirit, that shit rub up on you, man. Absolutely. You pick up that vibe and you pick up that spirit and you're like, damn, I feel different. Of course, because that person's energy mm-hmm. has just been transferred to you. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, as young men, when we were out there in the world, you know, when we were doing this and it was like, damn, I feel weird. Wow, I, I feel sh-. like you said, like, it's like eating something that's nasty. Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, why I feel sluggish? And then you wonder, and and then you go to like, yeah, she wasn't what I thought she was. Absolutely. She wasn't what I, you know what I mean? And also to delve back into this, you know, when you're talking about um our partners and, you know, who we find in people. Mm-hmm. Like, people people get mad because they're like, I can't find a good man. Well, where are you looking? Mm-hmm. If you go into the trash can and <laughs> eat some spoiled food, like, damn, I don't know why I got the fucking stomach virus. Well, look what you was eating at <laughs> in the crazy. fucking trash can. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you wonder why, like, but damn, but I went to a different trash can this time. It was at a nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. Again, you're getting people leftovers. Mm-hmm. Like, you're wow. getting, like, you're getting scraps. Wow. wow. 
Preach. How about go to a table and order something that you could afford? Wow. I'm going to give you the poet snack. <laughs> bring that back. That's true because, you know, because, you know, we all got female friends that who we know. You're like, I can't find a good man. Okay, where you looking? Well, me and my girl, we had one out to the club. Who, who, ain't nobody in the club trying to find nobody. You trying to get freaky. Right. You ain't trying. Nobody, no man. Nine out of ten guys. Nine out of ten. Let's say 98% of guys ain't trying to find no mate in no goddamn club. Nope. I'm sorry, ladies. Sorry to break. We ain't trying to find no damn, you know, mate in no club. And if we are, that's because we haven't been taught where to go looking for a good woman. Right. Right. <laughs> like a church, a library. <laughs> <laughs> this place I'm going tonight, the Black Awareness Rally. <laughs> sorry, y'all. Sorry, they got some good wholesome women. <laughs> good, good, clean girl. <laughs> but nah, but that's so true because, you know, it is just like, and then you keep shitting the same shit out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now you're bringing kids into the world, mm-hmm. and then you're like, I don't know why Junior act like that. Well, Junior' father is a goddamn murderer. Mm-hmm. His family has not dealt with their issues. Mm-hmm. You have not dealt with your issues. Now you're passing it along to this kid. Mm-hmm. Generational curses are real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So really, trying to know the person, mm-hmm. and a lot of these young, a lot of these women, not not even young, a lot of these women, they don't want a man. They want someone that they can show around and say, hey, look what I got. Absolutely. They ain't trying to put an effort. Absolutely. They just want to be on social media. Look at me. Look at us. Team us. Exactly. But what are you doing for one another? Yeah. It takes work. Relationships right. take work. It takes commitment. Like back in the day, people were able to have arranged marriages. right? Yes. Because, and shout out to Brother Kaba Kameen on this. I don't know the brother personally, but I do watch a lot of his uh, teachings mm-hmm. and speakings, and he talked about this. We're able to have arranged marriages because once you decided to commit to that person, that's what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Commitment. We have gotten away from that word, you know? So yeah. you have to be able to and ready to commit right. when you get into something. You're going to have trials, tribulations, and things of that nature. But if you have fruit or if you have a seed, it can be watered. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the fortitude. We don't have relational fortitude. No, we don't. A lot of people don't have relational fortitude because we have too many damn options. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Too many options That's out true. there. You got to limit your options. So when we talk about energy, don't bring these groups of men around you. Don't go on certain social media chats. Like, focus on your man. Focus on your woman. Because mm-hmm. you'll find yourself in places wanting to end your relationship. You don't have the patience for this, that, mm-hmm. and the third, and blah, 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 because you have too many options. Then you find yeah. yourself years later going through the same thing over and over. You know, we have to learn how to commit. And another thing I wanted to talk about, too, is when I started to look at myself and look at some of the relationships that I've had that have broken up, I was not afraid to take myself back to counseling, to my counselor who I trust, Mm -hmm. you know. And we talked about why I keep attracting broken women. Mm. And a part of the reason is my own brokenness Mm. at the end of the day. Women need to hear this too. Right. That's true. Oh, women absolutely need to hear, but people in general. This is me doing my self-work. So before I go and blame other people continuously, I need to figure out what it is for me so I can come to the table with 100% so I can, like I said, fly with eagles at the end of the day. That was me. And you have to, and that's that Mm self-work that you have to do within yourself. Don't be afraid to go into the furthering. It's easy to blame somebody else. Right. You know what I mean? You could blame them till you blue in the face. Guess what? That person's still going to go on yep. with their life. You have to figure out 
for your your own good where you have been going wrong at the end of the day. And don't be afraid to do that. It makes you a better person. That yeah. was me. I was so broken. I would use sex as a damn drug. People like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you don't smoke, you don't drink. What do you do? I used to sex. Mm-hmm. Sex was my coping skill. Mm-hmm. Sex was the way I feel good. And I'm like, all right, I'll see you later. I didn't mm-hmm. know because, again, having mommy issues, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I was bringing that into my relationships. Mm-hmm. So because I was so, I thought I was humble, mm-hmm. but I really was an asshole because mm-hmm. I'd be like, Psh, I got a good job. Most women want me. <laughs> it ain't you. I mean, it ain't me, it's you. It's you me. got the issues. Yeah. Then you realize, yo, nah, like, that's my own shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm I'm attracting people because you know why? Because I am them. Right. I am them. Absolutely. So I'm putting on the front, like, oh, yeah, I'm the best thing, girl. You know, I got this. I can give you this. But I wasn't giving you nothing emotionally because I was attracting these people. And I'm like, damn, why is this still happening? Because look at you. Mm-hmm. And when I had to take a step back, and really being a good relationship, I was like, oh, shit. Like, it was tough right. to be with one person because I will always feel like you're going to f- you, you're gonna find a way to hurt me. Right. Right. So, right. Right. so let me hurt you before you hurt me because, <laughs> yeah. again, a broke, like most broken people do, it's not you, it's me. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, yo, just deal with the person. Right. Work together. If she hurts you, she hurts you. But that kind, but that came with years of understanding. That came, that took time. Right. That shit was hurting. Like right. yo, like, so you telling me that I gotta stay with this person, yeah. even if they piss me off? <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. But again, we weren't taught that growing up. No, we we weren't. We weren't. Oh, there's benefits in that as yes. well. Yes, you know? yes, there it's, is. With the work, there comes fruit. Yes. You know, the fruit of your labor. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, there's that monogamy. You know what I mean? And having somebody who really has your back. Because, fellas, let's keep it a buck. We catch some of these jump-offs, and, you know, they good for a couple weeks until the old nigga hit them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Excuse my language, my brothers. You nah, know what I mean? please nah, use I'm, that. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get away from that word. You okay. know what I mean? I'm trying to get away from that I'll word so it it's personal. You. Well, go ahead. I'm going to say, but you jump in there. I'm trying to get away from that word. But um, until the old brother hit them up, and then, you know, you, you're no longer number one True. real quick. But you always find that one that we sometimes end up crapping on mm-hmm. who really has your back. Yes. One thousand percent. You know what I mean? And those are the ones that you commit to. Yes. You know what I mean? You try to find a way to commit. A lot of us are looking for these things in people that don't exist. Yeah. It doesn't exist in your queen. That doesn't does that that doesn't mean that she's not a queen. Right. At the end of the day. She's it's a queen. You, you got dust her off and <laughs> polish her. Polish her up, dust her off. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. And right. she has to do the same with you at the end of the day because none of us are, per- are, are perfect. Mm-hmm. But if you continue to each one of you do your own work and don't crucify each other mm-hmm. for certain things, you know what I mean? Like allow that person to do their work, you do your work, and then you come together for the fruit, whether it's good sex, whether it's vacations, whether it's taking care of a home, whatever you guys right. are doing together intimately, that's cool. But make sure that you're separate individuals doing your own work. And I think that's where we falter as people, too, because, like I said, we don't have the capacity or the fortitude to be able to stay in relationships and just deal. Yes. You know, and what I'm hearing you say is you've learned to deal and then accept the fruits from dealing. Now you have a beautiful relationship. You know, Uh I'm going to be real, but that comes from a single mother Mm -hmm. who's like, listen, if she don't want to be with you, then then you leave. You don't need her. Right. But again, that's your, but you're, you know, and I'm not putting my mother on blast. She's a, she's a good woman, but I'm being, I'm keeping all the way a hundred on this show because 
that's most the reason why you have so many boy like men is because that single parent syndrome is real. Yeah. Your mother tell you, oh, you don't need her. Yeah. You listen, if anything happened, I got your back. Yeah. When she should be like, no, you need to deal with that and stop playing. Yeah. You know, because your mother is like, you know, when you grow up, your mom and everybody teaches you don't don't hit a woman, don't disrespect a woman. Right. But then you get to a certain age where it's like, oh, I don't want nobody to hurt my baby heart. So he he could do what he wanted to do. Right. Like, no, he can't. Right. Like, he can't come home because he effed up. He cheating on her. Now she kicked him out. Like, I don't know why she kicked him out for. I mean, well, because he ain't helping. He ain't working. Right. And he doing every woman in the city. <laughs> I mean, what do you want to do? Well, she need to stick by him. Right. You ain't stick by his father? Right. Did No. You right. know what I mean? But again, even if... You had issues with his father. Say, let's, let's just say you was a good mom. Right. You still wouldn't want nobody to hurt your daughter or hurt you, would you? Right. So that's why we have so many men, because these single mothers are putting their own negative energy into the child relationship. Right. And then you you are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess justified yep. by now and replacing your mother is your friends. You yep. know what I mean? Your sisters or people around you mm-hmm. saying, you right, this, that, and the third, yep. and they're all in broken relationships. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you look around, and you have to, at some point in time, become honest with yourself. And this is just not for women. This is also for men, men as well. Yeah. Like, And this delves back into your personal work. Like, If it's not working, that means something is out of order. Yes. Something is out of order. And you have to look at what is going wrong within my personal life to where my relationships end up like this mm-hmm. and why is it not right and then you have to do the work yeah. try to stay you know what i mean try you to stay to. again to stay. it was it was so hard for me because like i you know i used to just like look at other women like damn what i'll do to her now it's just like you look at other women like it's a reason that she's single yeah and it's like what i want to trade that in for something that i know nothing about absolutely not. like Walking blind, and t- like that's like you walking to somebody else's house with no lights on at dark, and you like, all right, well, I'm about to try to find this woman, and you don't know what, and and sh- it's three floors in the house, yeah, and you in a basement starting, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, yo, do I want to go through that? <laughs> nah, you know what I mean? But again, that word commitment, you yeah. know, like I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to committing. I could commit to everything else but a relationship because I didn't know how to love a woman, right? Because I I wasn't loved by a woman. Once, you know, my grandmother passed away, like, you know, right. not having a good relationship with my mother. Right. So what I did was I, th- I was like, mom, listen, we need to talk. She's like, why? I said, because every relationship I have is failing because I got mommy issues and we need to talk <laughs> about this. Right. What's up? So she told me what she went through growing up. Mm. I was like, all right, well, all right, well, so how can we work through this? Because if, because I'm going to tell you what, if we don't get stuff right, then this is what's going to happen. Mm. And she was like, well, all right. But now she's into church and stuff like that. So that's mm-hmm. cool. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not religious, but I think religion for some people gives them a good foundation. Yeah. Self-discipline. I think that's what it taught my mom. So that's mm-hmm. good because our relationship, again, we're not lovey-dovey, mm-hmm. but I respect her. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, you know, we got a good relationship. But I was able to have a good relationship and be in one and stay in one because I had a real mother tell you, like, okay, listen, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Don't mess this up. Stay with her. Relationships are hard, but you can you can keep moving. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that before. Mm-hmm. Had my mother not told me that, I would have been a dumb person again, leaving, doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But my mother realized that I need to tell you something different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because now I know. I'm older. 
So I need to tell you this. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about it. Mm-hmm. No, it is, though. But like you said, you weren't taught that. And it says, you know, there's a biblical saying that says that hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we do have a lot of scorned women out there who make their pain. They become cyclical. Yeah. You know, and generational at the yeah. end of the day. And it, it trickles down and it's not talked about because, you know, when you look on TV, sports, one of the first things people say is, hi, mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. people love mommy. They love mommy. You mom. know, at the end of the day. So a lot of things are not talked about. A lot of scorn and a lot of hurt that's present and prevalent within women are not talked about nope. and not dealt with at the end of the day when it comes to men in their lives, rather it be their men or their sons or, you know, whatever men they have around them is not talked about. Um, and that has to be talked about gotcha. at the end of the day. So it's a good thing that you went to your mom and I had to do the same thing. I had to yeah. look within my family structure of where I came from and recognize why I too use sex mm-hmm. as a weapon. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And, and coping mechanism and things of that nature. But my desire to be whole and healthy and in a good relationship led me to trying to commit in some of these relationships mm-hmm. and understanding how important monogamy is, you right. know, and walking down the aisle. You know, I was married as you were married yeah. at one point in time, just trying different things. And like we had talked about earlier, it's okay. I'm okay with being a late bloomer in some areas. Right, yep, you know yep, what I mean? Yep, I, I tried it. I stumbled. I fell. I get back up. Right. I do it again. You know what I mean? It's that That's life right. at the end of the day. But since we weren't taught, since we are the old dirty bastards of this, where there's mm-hmm. no father to our style, we're going to stumble. <laughs> word, word, <laughs> we're going to yeah. fall. And yeah. we I'm, I'm okay with that yeah. at the end of the day. But that self-work, that constant commitment to self-work will get you into those proper places. Right. You know what I mean? You have to find people that are team you in order for you to be able to, to do the work. Right. You know, when you sit down at that boardroom and you talk and you guys are going to become business partners, you have to make sure that they're team Sutton yes. at the end true, of the day. True. So anybody that's team Lamont that comes along, you're getting this commitment right. at the end of the day. You know what I mean? But also commitment, it goes both ways. And I think that understanding what commitment is mm-hmm. and what you don't have to force yourself to be committed to is right. also important because right. again as we talk about we had issues with committing but we also had issues with committing too much right and too frequently right. now we're in the state we're like all right well if like i told me i said listen if something happened to you god forbid yo this is it i'm not i'm i'm a date but i'm not gonna be able to like <laughs> go to it's gonna take a long time she's like well you know you could date i said i'll date but it's not gonna be the same Right. Because before, like, I'll get our relationship and then jump into another one. Right. And then be like, well, damn, I wonder why this is not working. Well, because you're calling your ex. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're still yeah. worried about her because you're not over her. Right. But uh, now, being older, like, yo, something happened. Like, I'm not going to rush into it. Right. Like, I know my worth, like you said. Like, I know who I am. Absolutely. Like, I know, like, it's okay. Like, I tell my female friends, it's okay to date. Women think right. that if I date multiple guys, I'm a hoe. No, Mm-mm. you are trying to figure out who is the best king for you. Absolutely. If you go to different restaurants with one guy, you don't just pick the best restaurant when you go. No, mm-hmm. you continue to go until you find the one that's for you, Absolutely. that's consistent, that's for you, and that is going to bring out that best in you. Absolutely. And it's okay, but it's just like, oh, you're a hoe. You got to stay with this guy. You don't got to stay with this punk-ass motherfucker because he ain't trying to be the best for you. No. And you don't have to stay with anybody that you don't want to stay with at the end of the day. 
You know, you have free will to do whatever you need to be. You know, you should try to commit, but you, you're right. You shouldn't force yourself into certain situations. Sure enough. You, know, you should feel bad being in a relationship with somebody that's forcing herself to be with you. That's true. One of y'all got to make a decision yes. <laughs> at the end of the day. One of y'all got to make a decision at the end of the day, you know, and uh, that's that on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we get, you know, we could delve into men. We yeah. got time. Ain't no time limit, right? No time ain't limit. No time limit, and right? Because no brothers, we have our issues. Yes, we do. At the end of the day, and you have to, I'm not saying go out there and tell everybody your business. Right. Not everybody's a, a public speaker. You but know you what I mean? You got to be true to, he, to yourself. To yourself. And be true. Find confidants. You know what I mean? People that you can confide in. Like you. Uh, yeah, exactly. You. We have each other. That we Thank can, God that, for you. Exactly. That we can confide our deepest stuff. Either, hey, man, I feel like I fucked up. Or, I know I'm not bugging. I know yeah. she fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> you Word. Know what I mean? Word. And then find people that are not going to sugarcoat you. Don't surround yourself with a whole bunch of R. Kelly boys. You know what I mean? Find people around there that, that that's going to bring you to the table and be like, my man, listen. You got to look at some of this. Yes. Because this is, you know, did you try this? Did you try that? You know what I mean? Did, nah, did because she made me mad. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if she can make you mad, and I mean she got that much control over you. Exactly. That's a problem. Exactly. Then you lost yourself. Yes, you did. So let's go try to, you know. <laughs> but now when you say R. Kelly, man, I can't listen to R. Kelly music no more. People say that they get separated, but I can't. Like, I tried to listen to it. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I tried to listen to it like two months back. And again, I love his music. But then when you realize... Who he was saying it to? Yeah, like, yeah. like I feel guilty because if if it was just on some like, I don't know, like some smooth jazz, like Kenny. Let's just say like God forbid, and I don't like, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to say their name. Let's just say if he was like a jazz musician who played an instrument. Mm-hmm. You, I, okay, that's different. Mm-hmm. But then you throw the words into it. Yeah, like damn, like you different. really, because like I still because of myself like don't Perry. I'm like I can't say. Yeah. Down, I can't say that either. <laughs> I don't see no. I can't say that either. It's like, dang man. How about stepping in the name of love? Is I that, know. Hell, that's, that's what I not. say. Stepping in the name of love. See, I don't know. I don't know if that one might. I be. know because you, know you don't know what how he's stepping on her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't know how he's stepping on her. Word you know what I'm saying? Keys to the ignition. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like even shit. Like I believe I can fly. <laughs> like was he saying that because he was like. He was predicting his future, like I'm going to jail, mm. and I believe I can fly. I'm gonna jump off a goddamn building if they let me. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Dang, like every, all his songs are different. Like, like what's your favorite R. Kelly song? I know we're going off topic, but man, I have a few. Where, know, like man. you said, it's hard to listen to them now. I, you know, I told myself that I'm I can separate. I but can't. then when the song comes on, right. I start thinking, like, like you said, who was he talking to in this song? Bump and grind. The melody is still good. Yeah. You know, but um, I have too many to name. Like, I thought R. Kelly was the greatest entertainer of our generation outside of Michael Jackson. He still is. You know what I mean? Well, Best he was. Composer. You know what I mean? So there's 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 too many to name. Like, keep man. it on the down low. Like, like keep it, yeah. It's yeah. like that was straight smack in the face. Yeah. 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 And he had songs that he had to change the lyrics that people don't know about. Like, like the song Ride. People don't know that it was like, girl, you know you gotta be nine. <laughs> Not see, people don't know that though. You know what I mean? Nah, but I ain't wanna tell was, you that though. That was the first version. Yes. I saw that version on the boom dot. Yes, they say, yo, <laughs> you know you gotta change it, right? <laughs> He's like, all right, okay. Okay, all right, cool. But now, once again, even with that and putting the clinical hat on, 
and looking back into his life and the fact Jesus. that my man used to date his mom. Who? You know what I mean? R. Kelly. That's what they had said in the uh, in the, in the, in the documentary. What? Like they their relationship was very awkward. He dated and oh, weird. oh. Yeah, you got to go back and watch. Yeah, and man, because I missed that one. Yeah. Now I know that they were close. I know that she treated him more special than other kids because of what he went through. Mm-hmm. But again, when you're talking about the single parent syndrome, mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of like working with him, you try to work for him. Right. It's like yo, like come on, I got to. Come on, Robert. Right. Right. <laughs> you said date. See, I got yeah. oh, man. My man was really, uh, he, he, he was messed up. I mean, he had yes, his own traumas that he went through as a child. And I'm not making excuses for him because thank God, you know, thank God right. that, that wasn't one of my daughters. Yeah. You know, that was in that situation, being held captive in a brothel. Like, I don't understand. Well, first how of all, like, the, that wouldn't <laughs> happen. Yeah. Like, you're like, yo, you're not going with no growing ass man at 15. Uh, I don't give a goddamn <laughs> who he is. If, I'm, if I can't go, you can't go. But I don't, you know, but at the end of the day, he has his issues. You yeah. know what I mean? He has his issues that I hope he's able, even in the midst of jail, is able to, you know, find himself, you know, because he's not, nobody's born a devil. Right. <laughs> like, people don't realize, like, even through all that, right? So, he was sexually molested. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that he was shot twice. Mm. He was shot. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, R. Kelly was shot. Wow. He was, like, in the streets. Well, he is from Chicago. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you throwing him, you know, what he went through. Like mm-hmm. most people probably, it's all that trauma. Like you said, just trauma. Mm-hmm. And then you start entertaining and, mm-hmm. you know, again, I'm I'm not excusing what he did, but like a lot of, he never had nobody say, yo, just stop. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, It's okay. It was like, keep making more money. I need mm-hmm. your help. And now, look, everybody that was with him, now everybody yeah. coming out. Yeah, so I was in there when he had that little girl in. But, I mean, I don't know how old she was. Oh, so, okay, I see how it's yeah. different. So, shout out to the mindset of Jay-Z. You know what oh, I mean? Yes. Um, it's the rock. Yeah, but just his his vision on things. Mm-hmm. Him snatching Beyonce away from her pops and, you know, <laughs> boosting her career. Wait like, like how, do you make, how do you make a move like that? You know, to tell somebody that you need to, you know, kick your father to the side. Well, you know, <laughs> you, know? you know, you know, when she got, you know, a certain age, I was like, yo, B, you know, we got to we got to really work on this. And now it's like, you know, the dichotomy of, you know, you know, of 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 what it is, <laughs> because, you know, it, it, it's it's something that people don't realize, you know, and, and just being in a certain situation where you got to push and you got to keep going. So that's how I told her, you know, and. and, and in uh in uh dual due time, it's like exercise, exercise. It's <laughs> <laughs> the rock. Yo, you stupid. And that's why my man is taking active classes, because he got it. It's a natural talent. But I remember listening back in the day, I remember going to um the R. Kelly, well, Jay-Z concert that was supposed to be the best of worlds, best of both worlds uh, tour show. One of the best albums. I love it. But go ahead. <laughs> the album was dope. Yeah, I think. so the night before we were set to go, my boys and I, to Madison Square Garden was the night where Jay-Z and R. Kelly had got into the altercation. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly left the show, and Jay-Z had, it was one of the best shows I've seen because Jay-Z bought out an all-star cast out of mm. nowhere from Snoop from the West Coast to Mary to, you know, Mad Cats out there. It was a dope show. But the night before, Jay-Z had went on the radio. I believe it was Hot 97. Yes, and was. Uh-huh. And had said... At that time, that R. Kelly had too many yes men in his circle. I remember that. He was mm. like, he has nobody. I gotta find it. 
to put him in his place, in his camp or in his circle. And this is why I was talking about earlier bringing people in that are able to check you as well as big you up. You have to have that balance of people around you in your life. It is so critical and so crucial because what happens is you look yourself in the mirror as this person that is on this pedestal. And then when somebody pokes at your weak part, you fly off the handle because you didn't know you had that. But if you had a team of people around you that will point those things out, you wouldn't be as, you know, as pissed off when somebody points it out. I'm trying to figure, find it. Um, let me see. Yeah, he uh, he has said back then that R. Kelly did not have a team of people around him that to tell him what was right and what was wrong. And this was way before the sex scandals right, right. that went on. And he, he, he was talking about that back then. You know, people were getting money and living it up with him. But nobody was around him really checking him on on some of the things that he was he was doing. He was what happened to R. Kelly came out during the show and said That's what you're talking about. I wanna tell New York I love y'all, but there's people He don't love New York. He said there's people in the Let me tell you what happened. I'm a little hype. I understand, I understand. I just wanna keep everybody in the loop of what's happening. So he said he I just wanna tell y'all love But I mean we'll you know, we'll get it, but Yeah, definitely get it and uh, you know play it that would yes, be dope yes, to play that yes. you know play play that piece of that interview where he actually talked about that and Hove went in you know cuz Hove wasn't afraid but Hove's vision at the end of the day mm. brought him to the center aspect of what's going on yes not just the fact that you know he had some laser pointed at him and he thought that somebody was going to kill him probably cuz he was messing around with people's kids you know what i mean at that time it was like yo this nigga going to kill me yeah, he if he find out you know what i mean but the center aspect is you need to change your camp. You know what I mean? Because you're this man. You think you're this boss, but you have all these outer issues mm-hmm. going on. You know what I mean? That nobody is checking you on. Yep. So, and Hove went in on him. Shout out to Hove. Well, I mean, I, I don't even got to listen to it to know, like, what it was. Because if you look at Hove's camp, mm-hmm. like, Hove is taking the young dudes and he's helping them. Right. And you haven't seen that in this industry in a long time. Because we come from an industry like, yo, you got to get it how you live. Yeah. Meaning, like, however you got it, you got to find your way. Mm-hmm. But Jay-Z taking these younger people. Jay-Z taking, you know, these these entertainers. Like, yo, listen, this is how you do it, mm-hmm. you know. This is how you're making money. Because if you don't make your money, then what's going to happen? It's like you know nuances of, uh, of you know, how we deal with life, you know, and, and, and you know, putting it out there, you know. Because if I got $50 million and I can make 50 more, why not make 50 more? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know you try to be serious. It's the rock. Yo, listen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You sound just, you sound like Aerie Spears. Yo, Aerie Spears be hitting something in the head. But um, and watching a little Wayne interview a little while ago, a couple of days ago, he was talking about when they brought up Hove, he just dropped his when hand. When he was, he was on like, Shout out to that man. Yeah. Yo. He was like, because that's a man right there. Yes. You know, he came in a time, in my time of need, talking about little Wayne. Yep. And he really showed up not with any intention of, you know, trying to sell me something or anything just to help me out and he make said, sure that I was good. Here is money. How much do you need? Think about that. Think think about how many people that can do that. Yo, yo how much you need. Mm. Don't even worry about it. Mm. Like even Swiss Beats did it for him. Swiss Beats mm. said, yo, take all these beats. Do just go you don't owe me nothing. Mm. But that's what it's about. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you said, having a good team. Mm-hmm. You know, having a good team. Because mm-hmm. even look at Jay Z team. Like Jay Z team, he got uh he got a multi dimension of people. 
Mm-hmm. So when Jay Z was like, "Yo," when he became the, you know, charge of music, and I feel like that's just his foot in. Yeah. Like, do you think Jay Z really gonna sit there and like let nothing happen? Yeah. Let's think about the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. There was no white people performing mm. as headliners. Mm. It was Spanish people, mm. which was huge, by the way. And they were shaking the ass. It yeah. wasn't like. Oh, that, like they were. Jennifer was J Lo from the block, right? Because that's how comfortable she was. Right. So just know, next year in the mm-hmm. coming years, mm-hmm. oh, it's gonna be all black festival. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Marching bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, we gonna have you know what I mean? Like we gonna have dead presidents up there. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> we gonna have like who else you want to see, man? Who else you want to see tomorrow? Who who I want to see yeah. on the Super Bowl? Yeah. Man, you. T- I want to see a whole old school hip hop show. It's coming. <laughs> a old, old, old school hip hop show because I think in certain eras of hip hop, especially the early to mid 90s, it was so universal. But think Black about. Black and white. But think about how dope it's going to be to see Big Daddy Kane on the screen. Oh, my goodness. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got that bag. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Oh, my goodness. You, I got some more. I mean, now you t- took it back to my era. You know what I mean? Big Daddy Kane. If I see Cool G Rap bust up on the Super Bowl, you know. <laughs> Just imagine seeing like Cool G Rap. Oh my goodness. Just imagine seeing like Rakim. Oh my goodness. How about a how about a primo set? Oh. DJ Premier, you know. Right. What you got? A Pete Rock set. Mmm. Mm. Hardcore New York. Mm. 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 What else you got? How about uh, uh, up and up and coming in the future, a 30th anniversary of Illmatic on the Super Bowl. Oh, a 30th anniversary of the streets is watching. Right? We talk about reasonable doubt, but we don't talk about how much diversity was on that streets of streets is watching. Out oh, <laughs> with Chris Jones and oh. all of them cats. You know what I mean? But anyway, drop the bomb on time. <laughs> you ain't think that I had these sound effects, did you? Hardcore New York. Yo, when Flex used to drop a bomb, man, yo, you know it's about, like, yo, hurry up, Flex. Yo, it's been 30 minutes now, man. Yo. He's yo, you stupid. Like, yo, come on, Flex, <laughs> man. Yo, this album right here. <laughs> yo, y'all don't understand. <laughs> yo, this is Hardcore New York. <laughs> I'm about to play it for you right now. But I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, Flex, if you're about, yo, I'm trying to go in the club real quick, Flex. I'm going to miss all the good songs waiting Had on you. Late for meetings. Yeah, I got one foot out the door. Like, yo, he about to play it. Yo. Flex, you better hurry up. If I die, then you're going to punch me in your face. Yo, I got to say, after the Super Bowl, though, after the Super Bowl was over and after the watching that halftime show, yeah. I was in Bridgeport. Sorry I immediately to went to a bodega and dapped up everybody up in that joint. Yo, yo, I oh gotta tell God. you, I was so Spanish. I was so Puerto Rican that day. <laughs> Had my chocolate. Oh, so, <laughs> I walked in there with a Spanish dude. I said, Jose. He said, Hey. I said, Yo, I just want to thank hey, uh, Lamont. I want to thank you. Because uh, I, cause I, I stole the two bowl. He looked really good. I see the Jello, I think Kira, he's, uh, he's, uh, how you say, uh, he was, uh, 
spectacle to see. But you know, when I when I when I come down, I say, "Hey, Jose, Pape, Jesus." We watch TV, Lamar. We was on our 26 inch, and we said, "Oh, Father, Son, Holy Santa Maria." I prayed, and it was so beautiful because, you know, what I'm saying. You don't understand how you say beautiful, right? Toma esta loca. But good. Not bad, but good. And that sings loca. Not bad, but good. And I said, oh, man. So I thank you, Lamont, for you come here. You eat whatever you want. We have uh, arroz con dulces. Mm. We got we got some pollo. Mm. I know you don't eat pork. God forbid. Hey, I love you too anyway. Okay, <laughs> you get your corona, not coronavirus. Different, different mm. than también in in uh el televisión. Mm. Different than that, but it's good, my friend. I promise you. Mm. I promise. Seeing J Lo, my mother. Oh. My uncle turned in the grave right now because mm. he wish he couldn't be here. <laughs> I don't even watch football. Mm. Eh? You see? I watch soccer. Hey, more can you basketball? Loopy. Loopy. Okay? I I watch baseball. Okay? Do your Yankees. <laughs> Gotta be do your Yankees all the time. <laughs> you feel me, man? Do Yankees. <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> Jake Cheetah. I love him. Era E. Yeah, you know, see, 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 see. Uh, 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 uh. But to watch football, e, and to watch the Super Bowl, I love it, man. I love it. Yo, <laughs> yo, Hector, I love you, brother. I love you. <laughs> Thank you, man. Job you too, man. Job you too. Yo, yo. You got to get a whole separate song. Yeah, you cry. Yo, because you, yo, you sound just. <laughs> yeah, you cry. Yo. Oh, man, you going to catch slack. Somebody going to be in the comments. Hey, man, you talking about me like that? That's no funny. That's no funny, man. I heard what you say about my people. E e e e e e uh e time uh 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 how do you say uh uh peace, but it's okay, man. Julia Yang is all the way. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> Somebody gonna be using that n word. That's <laughs> right. Comment. So you went to a bodega, <laughs> dapped up everybody. Sorry. What they Puerto say? Puerto Rican that day. What they say? It's it was Puerto Rican that day. Exactly what you just said. <laughs> I was bought downstairs. They had the pig out. Yeah. The apple in the mouth, roasting, and all of that. You know what I mean? I, no Coronas. No chicharron. <laughs> oh, no, no chicharron. Chicharron is good, man. It helps your, uh, you know, your, mm. your thing. Mm. You, know, you, you put it in there and, mm. you know. Mm. Para mujeres. Uh-huh. Si. And then you tell us, like, I'm mm. That's what you do, man. This is what I need. This is a regular conversation yo, for us right here. That's why I couldn't this wait to it because that's what happens. So when people listen, they're like, yo, this guy's a fool, yo. <laughs> I used to be on a radio station pranking people all the time. Wow. All the time. People, I used to act like an old lady. Wow. They'd be like, they'd be like hello? I'm like, hello? <laughs> they were like, um, who is this? 
I'm, oh my God, I'm looking for Charlene, my granddaughter. Oh, she's supposed to take me to dialysis. You know what? <laughs> Yo, getting people all the time. Or I'd be like, hello? Uh, Frank Steck and Sell, you want Steck and Cheese? Like, huh? You want Steck and Cheese? But they got Steck and Cheese. Hold on, let me see how that got back there. People like, yo, people be so confused, yo. People be so confused, yo. You got it, you got it. But this, self-care. Yes, yes. At the end of the day, always say you can cut my arms off, my legs off. I'll be mad if you cut my middle part off. Oh, yeah. But please don't take away my ability to laugh. Please, I know. (laughs) If I'm laughing, everything is good, yo. Yo, it got to be good. And you burn calories, yo. Yeah, you definitely You burn more calories laughing than you do what they say, like walking around a block, so. Yeah. I mean, it's good to walk around a block too. Don't 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 just be laughing just to laugh. Yeah. See, you gonna be like, oh, I'm go. well, I laugh. I burn ten thousand calories. <laughs> Cat's gonna be on Comedy Central all yeah. morning tomorrow. Instead yeah. of going to the gym, yeah. good. I watch Comedy yeah. Central. That's funny, man. I watch I watch Carlos <laughs> Mencia. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker, then you need to go back in there because <laughs> you ain't lose a goddamn For thing. <laughs> you lost sleep. Yeah. Well, I met Carlos Mencia, good dude though. Yeah, I have met him. Yeah, I got mm. a, I got a picture of him. Really good, ni- really nice guy. I didn't, I had one to ask him about the Joe Rogan thing, but I'm a professional. What happened with Joe Rogan? Also, Joe Rogan went on stage like, "Yo, you still in comedy? Like you, some people joke oh, wow. about That's ten years right. ago. That's right. That's and right. it's been down here for him since. That's right. You know what I mean? Because you know he was the biggest thing. He was like him and Chappelle. Yeah, was Joe Rogan right? Yeah, he was. Okay, then he should be at where he at then. <laughs> You know what I mean? If he's still in jokes, that's what happened. But then he lied about being Mexican. He's not even Mexican. Oh, man. The way, like, Peruvian, something like that. Like, what wow. you? Like, come on, dude. Like, nah, it's a wrap for you, B. You yeah. working at UPS right now? What are you doing? <laughs> don't be. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he was doing comedy. He had this big dude with him. Really? Know, fat dude. But he was nice. Really nice, cool dude. Um, oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, talking like crazy. He was, he was talking like, yo, we got to do commercials, though. You know how this works. Yeah. So he kept talking. I was like, God bless him. Listen. That's Hollywood, though. A yes. lot of most people are not authentic in Hollywood, anyway. Uh, Marlon Wayans, but anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sean Wayne's cool as hell, though. Yeah, Sean Wayne's cool as shit. Like he cool as shit. Word. But Marlon Wayans. Wayans. I don't know. Maybe he's had a bad day. Again, you know, like I said, it, it could have been one of those days. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to meet him a second time, so I don't want to like speak ill of the brother. Yeah. Maybe he's had a bad day. But he's really cool. But most of everybody you met is cool. Like yeah. D. Ray Davis is a fucking clown. Yeah. Cool dude. Yeah. Down to earth. He got two girlfriends. That's what I'm talking about. Unless two you know it. Yeah. Two girlfriends. You know cool as hell. He's like, yo, why would I cheat? I got two women. Like, that's stupid. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, wow. yo, I, I'm not I'm <laughs> yeah. not around for that. <laughs> Shout you know out I mean? to that brother. That's cool dude, man. But yeah, man, like, but like you were saying, like Hollywood, man. I mean, that's what it is, man. Some people can deal with it, but I can't. Yeah, you no. Know? For me, nah. I was just having a conversation with my son yesterday, and we were talking about fame and things of that nature. And I'm like, "Listen, man, I, I don't think I want it at the nah. end of the day. You know what I mean? I'd rather be on this humble plateau. Like, you know, the revolution will not be televised at the end of the day, and people wait until they have other people's approval to think that they're doing spiritual work. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. We do it every day. You know, I might have a conversation with a kid in the store somewhere. That's doing my work. I don't need a camera on me. Right. Yeah, <laughs> At yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of the day, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. I understand people's intentions, but it's like, I ain't got a lot of people like, yo, go out with the camera. Like, yo, huh? Here go these sneakers. Where's yeah. money? Yeah. yeah. I get why it started, because you want to show people like, it's, 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 a, it's a lot of positives going on. Mm-hmm. 
But someone had a good analogy. They said, how would you like you were down in your luck and someone came and gave you sneakers, food, and money but came on your feet mm. and telling you to explain yourself mm. at the lowest point. Mm. So when you're doing that, think about how they feel. Mm. That was a trip. That's wow. why like, when I help people, like, I, I, don't, I know camera, no nothing. I don't want nothing in right. return. Like I said, like, I know a lot of people that went to jail. My uncle worked at jail. Yo, help fuck for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need nothing from you. Don't be cool. And then you got appreciate you. Right. Listen, someone helped me along the way. Right. To life. Right. And it should you be organic in the beginning. Yeah. You know, it doesn't feel good to promote and brag yes. all the time. You, you know what I mean? You yeah. should. Yeah. You should. But listen, brother, man, I could be here all day, but I won't, man. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. This has been great. I'm comfortable now. I, I know you. Man. We ain't stopping. See, I what know else you got to talk about? Nah. <laughs> Let's talk about yeah. these hoes. Not <laughs> for real. Word. I know episode a few two. of them. Nah. This the real episode. You know what I mean? For real. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. Got a little crazy there. Oh, I was with you until that point, guy. You know what I mean? But now, nah, but, um, but, you know, I, I appreciate you. And, you know, you're going to be on again. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to promote the hell out of this because... I want people to listen, mm-hmm. really listen and take it in, mm-hmm. um, and to digest it, mm-hmm. and know that it's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be perfect, mm-hmm. but you have to be perfectly passionate mm-hmm. in what you do. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the great, thing. Great term. Now, great before term. we leave, uh, I, li- I like to ask people a question. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, uh, there's usually three to five questions. So one. Um, it's like a 30 seconds to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you like your legacy to be? That I tried. I always say that if something, God forbid, something was to happen to me today, I'm completely comfortable with my efforts. Mm. So I just want my legacy to be one of trial. Okay. You know, that I tried. I want my family, my friends, uh, the world if they have to to say that that man tried mm. you know he tried his best at the end of the day and you know and recognizing that not all the time will your best produce the best results at the end of the day so you know i just want my legacy to be that i i woke up every day and i tried mm-hmm. you know if you could tell your younger self something what would you tell your younger self To love yourself. Um, I didn't love myself in the way that I should have back then. And I think I missed out on a lot of opportunity because because I didn't love myself, I spent a lot of time looking to other people for guidance in a way that that was their path Mm. at the end of the day. So I didn't really, I knew that I always wanted to, you know, like help people and things of that nature, but I truly didn't know Lamont mm. because Lamont grew up around trauma. Lamont grew up in in poverty, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In American poverty, anyway. Um, so I would tell myself to love myself because you're going to be good. Mm. What would you, what would your future self say to yourself now from yourself 20 years from now? What would that self say to yourself now? That's a great question, by the way. Mm. No problem. Phenomenal question. Well, listen, man. <laughs> I want to get people thinking. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, 
I'm comfortable in saying I don't know. Okay. And I like the fact that I don't know okay. because where I am 20 years from now, I want to be in a place of growth and maturity. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, I haven't, you know, walked down that path yet into those years of, of my life. So I'm not sure okay. on that one. And I, I feel good saying that I don't know. That's I dope. hope it's something positive. That's dope. That's dope. Well, brother, listen, man, I love you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you coming on, talking. I see that you guys comfortable, and as you can see, I like to get people because at first it starts off kind of like a stick shift. You know, everybody jerking, right. but once you get that mug into third gear, yeah, and you learn, you yeah. can just flow. Could be here for oh, hours, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you having me, man. I appreciate you, man. You gotta come back on, man. Yeah, definitely have to on. do it again, man. I thank you for the the platform. You know, just this feels regular. Yes, at the end of the day, that's what um, I like. That's what I. That's yeah. what I want this feel like. Yeah, just us talking. Don't yeah. worry about the. Microphone, headphone, nothing. Just just yeah. talk your truth, my brother. And shout out to you and everything that you're doing. And uh, shout out to, you know, everyone Yes, out there. Yes, sir. I have to say that. And if I have to leave with anything, it's that everybody that's listening is a special person mm. at the end of the day. I mean, no matter what you may have heard in your life, throughout your life, you are beautiful and you are special and if you don't believe it go find it somewhere within yourself it's in there it's there you may have stumbled you may have fell but you're definitely a beautiful uh special person so i'm gonna end with that thank you man appreciate you um everybody for tuning in to episode 14 of something like that thank you so much thank you so much our listeners and i will see you next week peace